I want to talk to you guys this morning for just a little bit about God's message to Moses and to each of us today. Listen very closely to the very words of God in Exodus 3, 1 through 4. One day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock into the far, far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it did not burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush. Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, my Episcopalian friends. Okay. What we're going to show you is a little broom tree. There we go. Now, I realize it's blurry. You're not that tired. But when I brought it to him, it was a really small picture that I took myself of an actual broom tree, which would be what the burning bush would have been. So you can just picture that maybe your glasses are off this morning. The point of us even still showing this is I want you to know that these are everywhere all over the desert. This is not a rare thing to see. They're everywhere. Fire is also not rare to see in the desert. A non-extinguishable, speaking fire, a little bit more rare. And by the way, when the speaker is God himself, we're going way up on the notch of real rare. This wasn't just a fire. The fire that he saw was a visible manifestation of very God himself. I did not take this picture. As you all probably know... Fire is a very common symbol of God's presence throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. We see all over Scripture, God appears to Abraham in a smoking fire pot. Then God comes as fire by night, and later a cloud by day. The examples go on and on and on. But today, we're going to talk about Moses and his encounter with God as fire. Now, what we know about Moses is here he is. The poor guy has gone from being the baby in the basket, being thrown in the river. Then he gets scooped out by Pharaoh's daughter. He then lucks out and spends the next 40 years living in a castle, being the prince of Egypt, just like the cartoon showed us. And in his next 40 years, things seem to change because he finds himself as a fugitive on the run, all alone in the desert, which is where our scripture finds us today. Come with me if you will, and Moses, as we find him out in the wilderness. The Bible specifically mentions that he's on the backside of a mountain, which is the Bible's way of telling us he is far. He is alone as alone can get. He's a shepherd, so he's tending his sheep. I imagine that he felt alone, overwhelmed, abandoned, Anxious, consumed, but then, as he always does, our God shows up. God introduces himself, which is quite an introduction, through a fire in a common little broom tree. 
I want us all to stop and soak this in. This guy has gone from being on the backside of a mountain with a bunch of sheep all alone, on the run for 40 years, to all of a sudden being in the presence of God Almighty. The great I am is standing in front of him. In verse 4, these words come out. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush. Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replies. Now, I never really caught this tidbit growing up in South Texas. I always pictured that it was a giant bonfire. There's no way under God's green earth, no pun intended, that he's going to miss this because he is a flaming, screaming fire of Moses, Moses, it's me, here I am. But that's not what happens. God doesn't speak first. God speaks after Moses turns around and comes to take a closer look. God himself has basically come down from heaven to introduce himself to Moses. And as he did, a very simple conversation takes place. God calls him by name, Moses, Moses. Moses responds, hey, what's up? Here I am. He didn't say what's up, but he did feel like it was a casual conversation. This is not a complicated exchange. There is no theology here, which I love. There are no verses quoted. This is God and his son. What Moses did know and did do was slow down. He looked. He leaned in to see what God was saying in the burning situation in his life. And that is when he hears God. Moses had to pay attention to this this bush in order to see that it was not extinguished by the fire. Any of us can see that a bush is on fire. We all see that. To see that it is not being consumed takes time and patience. How long do you think he stood there? How long would you stand there before you realize that fire wasn't going out? Knowing myself and a certain other Chesney in the room that will remain nameless, Mac Mac, we would miss it. We moved too fast. We got places to be. Not Moses. He stopped and listened. And we should too. Ancient rabbis taught that the scripture has 70 faces, which was a rabbinical way of saying every single verse has a bajillion different messages in it. I believe that one of the faces of this scripture is that God showed Moses... Because of his presence, the burning bush was able to remain completely intact in the face of flames. And I think God's saying the same thing to you and to me this morning. On June 15th, 2014, it's as if he's saying, I know your eyes see flames in your life. I know your skin feels the heat. I know your ears hear crackling and your nose smells smoke and your heart feels no way out. I know that your eyes see no sign of the flames lessening. In our lives, these fires might look like grief, anxiety, 
depression, stress, hopelessness, isolation, feeling misunderstood, broken relationships, I'm mad at my husband, mad at my wife, can't find a husband, can't find a wife. It's as if, thank you, it's as if God himself in the very flesh says to all of us and to our fires, I, the Lord, will not be consumed. And not only will I stand with you in your fires, I will take you out of your fires. Thank you. Amen. Now we're getting somewhere. Y'all, he's not talking to just Moses in this bush. He is saying your name too. He's saying my name. He's saying names that aren't in this room right now. And with his presence, we will not be consumed. No matter what your struggle is this morning, whether it's big and unbearable or small and going to be gone after lunch, remember the promise of Isaiah 43.2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, I, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. I do a lot of pastoral care around here, which is a very churchy word for I have been intimately involved in the joys and sorrows, celebrations and tragedies of many lives in our community. We have stood together at hospital beds. We have stood together at Porter Loring, at gravesides, over kitchen counters, on ranches, in homes. I have seen up close your lives. I have seen your grief, and I have seen your sadness, and my own. And in your fires, and in mine... With my own heart and eyes, I have also seen God in every single circumstance. I have seen all of us not be consumed when it looks like we sure should have. Everyone's fires usually look a little different. But the one thing they have in common, that God is smack dab in the middle of them. God is in them, and he does not waver. He beats the flames every single time. I have seen in my own life, sometimes the hotter the fire feels, the clearer I hear his voice. It is when I feel I have been about to be completely consumed that I have seen him the clearest. The presence of pain is never the absence of God. The presence of pain is never the absence of God. He says, I will be with you. I still speak. I will not be consumed. Therefore, you will not be consumed. Y'all, God didn't call Moses' name because he needed Moses or because Moses had something that God didn't have. God called him and he calls us.
Because he is our father and he loves us. The very same God who spoke to Moses at the burning bush is still speaking today. And one way or another, that bush is still on fire. God is always trying to get our attention. In one way or another, he is calling your name and mine out of our flames today. Are you listening? Am I? In Hebrews 13:5, he promises, "Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you." On this Father's Day, may we all celebrate that the great I am, God Almighty, calls himself our Father. Let us pray. God, we thank you for speaking to Moses. We thank you for speaking to us. We thank you for knowing each one of us.